Hello, Brian's and possibly not Brian's. This is all the Brian's where a Brian interviews Brian's. <laughs> and this episode is brought to you by Boke's Beer, owned by Brian Boke. If it ain't Boke's, it ain't Brian. All the Brian's has expanded out of the New York City area via the magic of Skype call recording, so this episode's Brian is in Cleveland and is quite possibly the greatest business in the history of businesses, where for $2, he'll call people and pretend to be a turtle. Hello. Is Eustace there? Hello. Is this Eustace? Yes, sir. Hey, Eustace, this is a turtle. What's going on? Who's this? It is a turtle. Turtle? Yes. I understand you have a big plantation. Uh, we're in the process of a restoration right now, and uh, but hopefully one day we'll have it open for people to stay at. But at this point, it is not open. What is a restoration? What does that mean? Oh, that's just uh, uh, the house was completely dilapidated, and we restored the house, you know, to its original, you know. Like new paint? Now, who is this again? Uh, it's a turtle. Let me ask you, will there be new grass on the plantation once it's all restorationed? Well, yeah, hopefully. I hope so, too, because when I visit there, I want to roll around in it and be like, Ooh, <laughs> this is nice grass. Man! It's brand new. Now, who is this? It's a turtle. What's going on? Yeah. Uh, let's just get to the interview and let him explain. Hello, Brian. Uh, <laughs> thank you for coming on the show and, you know, enlightening the community of Brian's with your particular area of expertise, which is, you know, very, like, very particular. Um, and this first part before the, you know, the Brian-related questions later is uh, where we learn about, like, what you're up to. So can you just first... Tell us your name and what you do. My name is Brian Spath, uh, and I am in marketing. But my, you know, my true love is a business called Turtle Calls. Uh, yes. <laughs> which, let's face it, that's what you want to talk about. I think the world needs to know more about turtle calling. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's uh, it's it's one of the most important businesses of uh, the century. And basically, for two dollars, I will call anyone you want and pretend to be a turtle for up to two minutes. Um, and that's really a great value because usually it's about five minutes if I get through. So. <laughs> um, okay, so I think uh, yeah, like there's so many questions about this. It's amazing. Um, but just can you explain a little bit more just the types of turtle call like options that are available to anyone who's interested? Okay, so there's at, at, at in the beginning there's there's generally four types of turtle calls available. Sorry, I had to explain what I was doing. Right now. <laughs> um, there, there's four types of turtle calls available. One is the classic turtle call. This is the 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 original turtle call. And that's basically for $2, I will try your person once. And if I get through great, if I don't, I will leave them a voicemail in my, uh, in my turtle voice. And, uh, it is a personalized voicemail. It's, it's, you know, when people buy a turtle call, they, there's a form they fill out that explains, you know, I, I there's a whole section where they say, you know, tell me some things about this person I'm calling so I can keep them on the phone somehow. Or if you have a specific message you're trying to relay, you know, tell me what that is. So, you know, if I do end up leaving them a voicemail, it is, it is customized for that person. It's not just a, a generic thing. So that's the $2 classic turtle call. The best seller is actually the $10 super turtle call. And for that, I will try your person three times on three different days, you know, increasing the chances they may actually pick up. 
And if I do get through and talk to them, I will send you the recording. So you get to actually hear it, whether it ends up online or not via my, you know, various channels. So, um, whereas with the classic $2 turtle call, the only way you're ever going to hear it is if, you know, I decide it's, it's good enough to go online and I, I cut it together and, and put it up. But with the $10, if I get through, you get to hear it no matter what. So I, I believe that's, that's pretty much why I sell the most of that. Um, although the, the three tries in three different days actually is a, it's a pretty good enhancement too, because I mean, we all know, like, you know, if you see a strange number calling you, you might not pick it up, but if they call again the next day, you start to think it might be important. So, oh, yeah. um, higher, higher chance, uh, of me actually getting through on the $10. Now for $5, you can get, and I think I might retire this soon. It's called the, uh, Cheetle call. <laughs> and th this is exactly like the classic turtle call, except I will be a tur. I will pretend to be a turtle pretending to be the actor, Don Cheadle. Um, <laughs> And that's that's five dollars because it's it's twice as much pretending, so it's it's really difficult for me to do. And so uh, this is the only other character, non-turtle character that you offer at this moment. Yes, yes, at this time, yes. Although I have in the past done other things, I I had a one day thing where I offered a uh, a Captain Picard call where oh. I, I would pretend to be Captain Picard, or I pretend <laughs> to be a turtle pretending to be Captain Picard. So. Um, but you know, and I actually sold a bunch of those, but, but I haven't, I haven't switched that up. The Cheetle has been pretty, it's been there pretty much since the start. I'm thinking of retiring it temporarily to, to try something else. So we'll, we'll see though. I haven't decided on that. There's now there's also the ultimate $20 turtle call. And for this, you get to actually choose exactly when you want the call to happen. Um, and that's a lot of people do that for like birthday parties or the, if, if they just, you know, if it's a, if it's someone they work with and they want to make sure they're there at their desk, so they make sure they pick up, they'll schedule it for a certain time. Yeah. So. That makes sense. Like how last, how last minute can someone do an ultimate call? Like, can they do like an emergency turtle call? No, I, well, I ask for 24 hours notice on the ultimate and even with that, like I have to approve your time. Cause I, you know, I, I, I might not be able to do it at that time. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I used to offer something. It was, it was called the, um, I forget what I called it, but it was a, it was a, a last minute or an emergency turtle call. And that's like, you want it like right now. And, uh, that was basically, you just make me an offer. And I, I had somebody pay me $200 once to do one. Like, <laughs> they're like, I need this right now. Can you do it right now? And I'm like, how much are you pay? And, uh, and they gave me $200. So I should probably bring that one back. That's, I that's, mean, yeah, like if you make you an offer, you can't refuse. It's yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. I mean, uh, you know, when you work it out to an hourly rate, it's, it's, it's not bad. So, um, now I've also offered like on April fool's day, I had an April fool's day call that, uh, was like $6 or something like that. Um, and that was because, you know, April fool's day, I, I, in past years I have been, you know, people will just buy them like crazy on April Fool's Day, expecting them to happen instantly. And uh, I, I cut that off this year. I made it. It's there was an April Fool's Day call. There was a maximum of 35 available. They sold out in a day. Um, and that was just yeah, that was just so that, you know, I, I you know, I can only make so many calls in a day. And frankly, April Fool's Day was on a Saturday this year. I got two kids and, and a wife, so I, I can't exactly, uh, you know, spend all day doing that. Plus, there's a limit on how many I can do in a day before I burn out. I mean, uh, plus, if you get somebody who's really mean, honestly, they can just totally shut the character down right there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Me. So, um, 
And so then, I, uh, do you still have the the gluten-free version? I thought I saw that somewhere on your site. Yes, there is a gluten-free turtle call, and that that is uh, that's seventy-two dollars, but it's actually yeah. always on sale for four dollars. So, <laughs> um, like, I can understand why someone might want like Don Chi to like uh, a call from him, but has anyone actually bought the gluten-free version? Because it's isn't it just the same as like the classic? It's it's literally there's nothing different about it. <laughs> And it, it says that it says this is the exact same thing, except there's no gluten in it. And so, and that yeah, I sold like twenty of them. Oh, um, <laughs> so, but you know, it's I I learned something, and I can tell you about the history of this. But but one thing I've learned about this is that people enjoy buying them. That is because they get to go around to their friends and say, "Look at this funny thing I did." It lets them like kind of be the one who owns the joke, you know. Yeah that they did it. So I, I think something like a gluten-free turtle call for $4, like it's a, it's worth that extra $2 to them because it's that much funnier for them. Oh, I think it's, these are totally worth it. I mean, yeah. so if a Brian, you know, wants to facilitate a turtle call, they go on the website, like turtlecalls.com, they select an option, like they enter the payment. And what were the other steps you said? There's like a form you kind of like fill out to yeah. Just so give them topics of conversation. Yeah. So what happens is is you buy um you buy your turtle call and we have a, a really nice we're on Shopify so it's a really good e commerce platform you you can do Amazon payments PayPal uh, just regular credit cards you can even do Apple Pay if you're on your phone or or iPad so um but yeah when so then you know you buy your call you get an email receipt in that email receipt is a link to a form and in that form it's I think it's like ten questions ten or twelve questions and you know I ask for obviously the person's name, their phone number. I want to know if it's a cell phone or an office phone. Um, best time of day to call, which it doesn't guarantee I'll call during that time, but it, you know, it, it gives me some idea. Um, yeah. and then there is, but the, the most important thing. And then of course I asked for like the buyer's email address and first name so that, you know, I can tell you how it went after it happens. So, um, but the most important thing in there is the, there's a, there's a section that says, just tell me something about this person I'm calling, whether it's a, a specific thing you want me to address or just give me something, you know, if they're into Star Wars, if they're into, you know, uh, baseball, whatever it is they're into so that I can, I can hook them somehow. Um, and, and that, that it works really well. You'd be surprised when you start talking to people about their passions, um, how they forget that this person actually called them and, and said they were a turtle. So, um, but it's cool. I've actually thought about doing an ebook. Th those those um, sections where people tell because I a big thing on this, and it says it somewhere in there, maybe in the about section or the, the terms of service or something. I, I always say these aren't these aren't prank calls; they're friendship calls. And I, I, I say that in jest, <laughs> but at the same time, I'm like, yeah, I want this to be like a thing that people feel good that it happened to them. You know, they don't want to feel like somebody's trying to make a jerk out of them. I want everyone to feel good about it. So it's in that. Yeah. So can can you describe? I guess. You know, it's a friendship call. It can be confused as a prank call for most people when they first hear <laughs> the idea. But, and I might incorporate, you know, an example call into this episode. But could sure. you like just describe, you know, the voice or character of the turtle on these calls a little more? Is it a different turtle character in each call or is it the same one? No, no. The character stays really, really consistent. Um, oh, okay. and, and I'm pretty, that's why I say to people, I'm like, look, I'm not going to call and be mean to somebody because that's not what 
the the turtle <laughs> character does. He's just like he's hanging out in his tank. He just likes to talk to people because he's like well, stuck. And in one, I heard that he's uh, his main job is the CEO of Microsoft, and yeah. then he's also a sales <laughs> associate at an Apple store. Like, yeah, is, is that is there a continuity in the character in terms of those specifics, or mm. just more the voice? No, it, the the con <laughs> the continuity in that. Well, I would say there's continuity in the character, and whether he was working at the Apple store or the CEO of Microsoft, he's the same guy. Yeah. But but I would say if there's continuity there behind the scenes, it's it's that this turtle is like he's stuck in a tank and he's striving for connection and friendship. And so sometimes he will make up, you know, small lies like that if he thinks it will make the person like like him. And so if you wanted I, I used to be like because I'm a writer at heart. I, I've, I've written some books and I've written some movies and stuff like that. So I, I, I used to think, OK, I'm going to I'm going to actually make a huge story out of all these calls, you know, I'm going to have like continuity yeah. and all this, but it was, but it's, it's, it's just too hard to do because you're, you're really relying on the person you're talking to. And that's a complete wild card. You, yeah. You got to riff with them right there. Yeah. Yeah. You just got to do, but I'll tell you, I don't, I, I, when I go into the turtle, I don't know what's going to come out necessarily, <laughs> but, but it does stay consistent. So, um, but I love it, man. It's, it's really, I love talking to people. It's like so like nice. It's really, it actually makes me feel good too. It's, it's just like, so even though it's uh, you know, I consider it a friendship call, not a prank call. Like, yes. Are there, you know, have there been any famous prank callers that you've looked to, to learn any sort of like cold calling techniques or mm -hmm. do you no. have any sort of improv training then to just riff on this stuff to like filibuster that amount of like required time you need to be on the phone? No, no. I mean, I, I've acted. I mean, I, I, I lived in LA for 10 years and I, I was an actor for a short time and I, I acted in a, a, a film that I produced myself and wrote, but, um, no, I don't really have any training for this. And I, I, I certainly didn't, um, I certainly didn't train in my life specifically to call people on the <laughs> tend to be a turtle, but no, I, I don't know that I ever aspired, you know, I never idolized any famous prank callers or you never looked at any of them for some techniques. <laughs> no, cause the whole thing was kind of an accident. I mean, I, I, I really put the website up as a joke one day. Um, just cause I, I was going out one night and I was going to tell people this is what I did for a job and I wanted some verification that it was true and uh so literally i was like i wonder if turtlecalls.com is available and it was so i got it and i literally just put it up all it said is for two dollars i will call anyone you want pretend to be a turtle for two minutes and then it had a paypal button that's all it was do you have a turtle calls business card like i feel like you need to have one. Oh no i don't i should probably have one though yeah like just hand those out at you know at the bar <laughs> yeah it's uh it's but what happened is i tweeted it out and uh somebody bought one and I was just like, oh, crap. Like, what do I do now? Like, I didn't, I didn't expect anyone to actually buy one, right? <laughs> so then I had to call this guy. I, I just – I was like, well, I can either refund this money or I can – like, this person was really enthusiastic. They were like, this is so great. Please call my friend Jeremy in Alaska. I can't wait. Oh, my God. And uh, I'm like, damn, I, I guess I, I should just call them. And uh, so I called this guy, Jeremy in Alaska, and I actually woke him up. It was like, you know, like 6 a.m. where he was. And I talked to him for about 10 minutes in this this turtle voice. We talked about uh, – this was all the way back in like 2009. So, oh, wow. So that's when it started. It started in like 2009. And then I did it for like six months. And it, it like blew up. And I had no system for doing anything. I didn't – I was just collecting all this information via email. And like I had no idea who I'd actually called, who I hadn't called. I, I didn't know how to tell people I'd call. I had no idea what I was – I had no system for it. And I got so far behind. I had like literally hundreds and hundreds of people to call. And I, I had no system for doing it. And I was just like, screw it. And I like 
you know, said, I, okay, I can't, I can't do this. This is impossible. And then, um, <clears throat> about a year ago, I was like, you know, that was a really good idea. And it actually did work to some extent. I should really like have a, a good, I should figure out how to actually do it. And then, you know, actually try like, and work do a legit business. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I try and tap into that. What I'm trying to tap into is that sweet YouTube money. Everybody's chasing. Right. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Your YouTube videos are, are, are pretty funny. Like they're oh, well, pretty great. The, uh, I love the, the one was what, uh, Eustace in Mississippi. I love that yeah. one. Um, it's like yeah, every so often he's just like, who is this? Yeah. yeah like, he yeah. forgets. And then he just keeps talking to you like normally like, wait, who is this? Yeah. And then there's like the compilation like hang up video is pretty hilarious because it's like yeah. you assume that yeah of course there's gonna be some people that are just like wait you're a turtle what yeah, yeah. no okay yeah. no I don't have time for this thing <laughs> like what uh, is like some of the worst reactions you've ever gotten like I imagine drunk people are probably pretty terrible there those are the, okay so there's there's a few people like I never want to call I don't want to call little kids because they're just too confused and sometimes they get creeped out oh yeah. Um, <laughs> So, but you get parents who buy them for their kids and I'm just like, uh, you know, and I, and I'll email the parents. I'll be like, look, I, I want to make sure you're there. Don't like make me talk to like your eight year old when like you're not around and they think somebody's trying to kidnap them. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. So please, please don't do that. So, um, I don't want to call little kids. I don't want to call drunk people. Like I've used to sell a lot to like people they wanted me to call during birthday parties and like the people you know people are drunk they they're in the middle of a party they can't hear they're they're not thinking straight anyway it just it, it might be hilarious for the person who bought it but as far as like um for the person who's receiving it, it it makes no sense to them they'd rather be doing something else from my standpoint like it doesn't give me anything i can use anywhere like it's it's just not it doesn't make for a call and then most of the time, um, older people are not the best because they're they're so like genuine and like they they, <laughs> they want to believe somebody's like actually calling them and like it just that Aww. usually doesn't work well. Um, you, so I guess I mean that might. Uh, There's another question I had as I saw in the frequently asked questions is like why can't I get a turtle call for myself? Is that like? Are these people that just want to talk on the phone to your turtle character? Is well, yeah. They is like, this like a separate business idea, like turtle <laughs> therapy? I guess. Like... <laughs> but yeah, that that doesn't work. It's just like because it's, you know, the whole joke is like not knowing what's going on. The perfect yeah. the perfect person to call is like someone who has never heard of it, has no idea what's going on, but is like really good natured and just rolls with it. And it's just like, I don't know, you know, that feel that yeah. they're like, I don't know who this is or what's going on, but it's funny. So like, I'm just going to like talk to you and it, those, in, those people are the best. Yeah. So in the forms that you have to fill out, like, uh, do you, you have to tell the recipient who the sender is? Cause I know it's in some, you're like, you're, I'm a turtle. And you're like, who, what? I know, I know Sarah. Like, do you have to say that you, no, I, I try and keep that out unless I need, unless I feel like I need it. Okay. And if I feel like I like, they're not going to hang in. Then like I throw that in there like, oh, you know, I'm friends with Sarah, you know, me and Sarah, I'm, I'm over at Sarah's place right now. And then that'll that gives me a, a shot to keep them on. I work hard to keep people on. I, I rarely will like, uh, you know, that's why these things last like five minutes sometimes, because like, I, you know, if it's if I enjoy talking to the person, frankly, I, I enjoy talking to the person. So I don't I don't care. So, um, you know, before they go online, I do edit them. Like all the calls that are online have been edited and some of them have actually been like totally like rearranged so that like okay. it's, it's a totally different conversation <laughs> from what actually happened. But so, so, you know, the, um, 
the calls that are online are not how the call actually happened. There's a lot, I, I always cut out a lot of the, you know, sometimes the whole thing about like, wait, you're, I don't understand your turtle. What? Like that'll like go that on. That part just lasts too long. Yeah. It'll go on for like a minute and it just takes forever to get to like something of substance. So I'll cut out a lot of that. Yeah. So, uh, so have like any conversation topics that people have submitted been like intentional to be a bad topic for the recipient? Like that's what I was curious about for like worst reactions. Has anyone ever been that like, diabolical and in like submitting something that you shouldn't bring up to someone and then they're having a turtle bring up this like horrible topic to someone well i yeah i it's it's surprising i get very few requests that are like that and i think people get it like what it is because most people hear about this because either they got called or one of their friends told them about it so most people that buy them kind of, or they go listen to them and they kind of get it. Most people that buy them have some idea of, of what it's all about and the tone that I'm like going for. Yeah. Um, I've had a few where like people like, Oh, tell them, you know, I'm, I'm, this is my ex and I hate her. Tell her like, you know, she's stupid, you know, whatever. And, the turtle calls being used for evil. They're supposed yeah. to be used for good. <laughs> and I just, I just won't do it. I just won't. I mean, I'll yeah. do the call, but I won't, you know, indulge yeah. those. Uh, so have you ever had to blacklist any customers? No. No, not really. No, I, it's all overall. It's been very. I've had very little. Um, I've had very little like problems at all yeah. outside of like you know general like managing the workflow. But um, okay. yeah, <laughs> yeah. As far as like problems with like customers, you know, I get people who like if they feel their call wasn't made fast enough or they don't read the terms where it's like no, this doesn't happen like instantly. It could take up to ten days. You know, they're like, well, I want a refund. I'm like, all right, you can have a refund. I don't care. I mean, here's your two dollars so, back. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> so that $200 that someone bought, was that the most that someone has ever spent on turtle calls or just that was the most individual that was turtle the most call? In one shot, yeah. Or do you have like a repeat customer? Is there some sort of oh, like yeah. rich like guy <laughs> who's like bored of, you know, doing falconry tournaments? I, and... I, I do have a guy. I do have a guy who buys one for his same friend every year. <laughs> so uh, I love it. <laughs> yeah. So like I end up calling this guy like every year. It's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Um so the yeah, you mentioned the the YouTube videos. Um and so in the the visuals, like there's turtles, you know, that are yeah. kind of walking around. Like who are these turtles? Are these well, like your turtles? Yeah, those are my turtles. Those are that's Slim and Finn. And, Slim and Finn? Uh, yeah. And I had I had a um back in the original incarnation of this, I had a different turtle. His name was actually Jeremy, and I named him after that first person I called. But um but Jeremy was your turtle earlier? These are Yeah, yeah. So so Jeremy in Alaska was the first person I ever turtle called. And so I figured I should get a turtle so that the videos could have some visual element. So um my my girlfriend at the time bought me uh who's now uh, my wife, she bought me a turtle and we named him Jeremy after Jeremy. Cause she was very, very charmed by that first call. <laughs> Jer Jeremy in Alaska was, it's not online anymore. Cause I took down the old ones when I rebooted the thing, but Jeremy in Alaska, he really was like a really just like, he, he was just this nice guy. And, uh, he was just, he was very charming. So, um, so I named that turtle Jeremy, but Jeremy got like way too big for his tank. Um, he got like dinner plate size and I just like couldn't handle him anymore. And so I gave him to a, a Montessori school who had like a giant like habitat for him. But then when I rebooted turtle calls last year, I bought two, uh, new tiny little turtles that won't get too big. So th those are the turtles that are in the videos. Uh, okay. And what about the, uh, I noticed there's like, you know, all these Lego, uh, <laughs> visuals also yes. in the videos is, yes. is this, you know, 
people being represented as Legos or are these in your mind just Legos? These are just Legos. We have a, okay. <laughs> we have a, um, we have a, a giant uh, Lego table in our basement with a big city on it. So we have, we have tons of Legos and um, I'm as into them, if not more so than, than the kids. So, um, Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. So I've got, I, I yeah. So I, I just, um, you know, again, I'm going for that YouTube money. And, uh, uh, you know, it won't be long before I start doing unboxing videos, believe me. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so also, yeah, besides from the videos, though, like even just on your website and stuff, you have this like turtle voice that's not just the vocal voice. It's like almost like the brand voice yes. translated into like the website in like a kind of a hilarious way. Like most noticeably, like. I feel like you is spelled like Y O O H. Yeah, you know, yes. I'd love to just see like a brand guidelines document for like turtle <laughs> voice copywriting. That would be hilarious. Thank um, you. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think we have like a pretty good understanding of what turtle calls are. Um, and, you, and you started, yeah, you got into like where it came from and where it started. Um, is is turtle calls headquarters? Where is that? And is it is it just you? It's it's Cleveland, Ohio. Um, mm-hmm. It's just it the vast majority of it is me, but my, I, I recruited my mom because she's hyper organized to, um, handle like the workflow of, oh, nice. she, she does all the communication with the, um, with customers and there's all these spreadsheets of like, you know, for each different, each, each different call, each different kind of call has its own spreadsheet, like a call list of all the calls I need to make. And so she handles like keeping those organized and like clearing them when calls have been made and communicating with the buyers to tell them what happened with their calls. Oh, that's like, awesome. Yeah. So she handles all that. So does that, she that, get a cut of the sweet, sweet turtle money? Or the she turtle does. Money? Yeah, she does. I give her, I give her, I pay her to do this. So awesome yeah <laughs> that's, that's so cool it's, well it's it's funny because it's the dumbest thing in the world but like it's actually like i treat it like a business and i like, love that yeah <laughs> and i and i also think part of the joke that people like is like i present this stuff like a business there's a you know there's a terms page and there's like all this yeah. like it's a like it's a business so um, what is your uh, your now wife uh what has she thought in the past and what does she now think of the operation like oh she likes it she thinks it's great yeah she really enjoys it Oh. Okay. She was always on board. Oh yeah. She was always on board. In fact, the longest, the longest turtle call I ever had with ever was with her. And it was uh, very early in our relationship. I, I called her and, and, uh, I oh. talked, we talked for 19 minutes. Uh, I did not come out of character once. I mean, when I, I mean, when we hung up, I was like, all right, well, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I guess, yeah, like more onto like the operations of this is like, like roughly, you know, how many calls a week are you making? Or like, is there, and also like, is there like a time of year when turtle calls spike, like peak turtle call season, like around the holidays? You mentioned like April Fool's, maybe that's like, is that a big one? Yeah, April Fool's Day is like huge. That's the biggest turtle call day in the by year? By far, by far, which is kind of, oh, for, nice. for me, is kind of like, it almost goes against what I'm trying to do because it's like, well, no, you don't want to do this on April Fool's Day. You want to do it when people aren't <laughs> expecting anything weird to happen, you know? Yeah. So, um, but, you know, hey, people want to buy it, then I'll sell it to them. But, yeah, I would say uh, summer is much slower just because our my 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 demo is um, a lot of college students. It's like, you know, 18 to 24 is really the sweet spot age-wise. Um, and I think in the summer they're – out doing other things whereas uh you know in the winter they're they're more in school and studying and messing around online between you know classes or whatever 
I, I don't know what it's like to be in college anymore, so I, I have no idea what they're doing. But uh, <laughs> I, I do know that's yeah, who knows. <laughs> yeah, that's my demo, and uh, it's definitely slower in the summertime. So okay. Uh, but but I it calls I you know it varies because it, it depends on whether I'm advertising or not, and it depends on how often like like I've actually posted one new call since like November, which is really bad. But I've just been super busy, and frankly, the election threw me into a, a tailspin of uh, uh, semi depression, semi like what in the world is happening. Um, yeah, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was spinning in circles for a while. So yeah, I don't know. There hasn't been many uh, Brian podcast episodes <laughs> since then. <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, the world is finally coming around to sillier things again. But. Yeah, yeah, it was tough for a few months. So, so when I am when I'm posting calls on a regular basis, I sell much more. And when I'm posting calls on a regular basis, I'm also running ads primarily on Facebook, and those always convert at a at a certain amount. But, it, um, oh, interesting. And then and then that feeds itself because when I'm actually making a lot of calls is when I sell the most despite what advertising I'm running. Because it's, it's just word of mouth. Yeah, right? it's, it's word of mouth. People people who've never heard of it get a call and then they go buy one or they tell their friends, et cetera, et cetera. My wife's sitting here looking at me right now, making little mouth sounds with her hands, making fun <laughs> of me. She says to talk more about her. <laughs> the, the, the behind the scenes. The Yeah. Um, that's, wife of, that's a wife of O'Brien. So... Um, well, so my yeah, my girlfriend she wants me to have a, a Brian uh, episode all about people, the significant others of Brian's. She yeah, wants there to be an episode about. You that. should talk to her. She would love. She would love to be on a podcast. I will keep that in mind for the that episode. Might have to make that happen sometime. Okay. <laughs> so, have you had to adapt the business? I mean, you have had to, but like, what were some of the biggest like challenges or changes you've had to make since? You know, starting it out maybe more seriously now, this second go around from like to where it is now from like where it started, like things like, you know, I see that you make, you know, the calls during just business hours during the week. Like, did you used to always do it in the weekend? You have to like draw a line. I think you mentioned part of that earlier. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I really had to. Uh, I, I did. I had to create that whole terms page, which said, look, I make calls on these days between these times unless you buy the ultimate. And and um, that was because it was just taking over your life. You were, yeah, like, it was. <laughs> and it, yeah. And it was told, I had to set, you know, I, I mean, I have other work and I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got kids. So I, I got it. You know, I yeah. I had to, I had to really set some guidelines down, but mostly, uh, the only adjustment, I mean the core business, which it's, it's pretty cool that like, you know, whatever I started, I, I did this on a lark, like whatever, eight years ago or something, five years ago. I don't remember what it was, uh, 2011, maybe I don't, whatever. And it went on hiatus for like five years or whatever. And then it came back and it was just fine. Like people still like <laughs> it. So it's somewhat of a timeless idea, I believe. Oh, it's, it is for sure. The only thing that's going to, I would say one thing I see now that, that, I thought was going to kill it back then um, was that people don't answer their phones. Um, oh yeah, yeah, no, that's a yeah, that's a and that that includes me. Like a big I, issue. Yeah, I hate talking on the phone. Um, I hate it. So I never pick up. I, I don't pick up the phone for people I know, let alone a strange number. So, yeah. um, and I think that's even. I, I it used to be if I made like a hundred calls, like uh, sixty of them would go to voicemail and. Um, 20 of them I would talk to and 10 of them would hang up and I think that only equals 90, but you get the point. But yeah. now, now I would say 80% go to voicemail here later. And so I, I do need to 
adjust for that. Although I do think the actual, you know, if this if this is going to ever extend beyond, say, beer money, I, it does need to penetrate that that get a mass audience on a platform like YouTube or be able to take the character to another, yeah. another platform or another arena, you know? Um, and I have thought about that. I've thought about, you know, having the, the calls animated so that they, they tell more of a story. And so there's a visual of the turtle, like how, you know, going through whatever's happening in the call. Like, um, have you I've, thought about doing like a, like some sort of tech service? Like you already have that text voice. You I, know? Yeah. I, well, I thought about doing turtle texts, offering a text, like actually, and then having a text conversation with someone as a turtle, but I don't know if that would play. Um, probably, I mean, yeah, not for YouTube money. (laughs) Yeah. Not for YouTube money, but you know, part of my, part of this whole thing for me, like ultimately what I would like, I'd like to get the YouTube money, but I don't, I'd also, you know, I get, for me, this is also about building a healthy email list. Cause like I've, I've got, I've got five books out. I'd like to have 50 books out, but I don't have time to write like I used to, but, um, you know, I'd love to be able to transfer all these, all these customers I'm getting into, you know, other things that I do. I'd love to be able to write and just sell these people books. But, um, so for me, I'm collecting email addresses too, and they know I'm collecting email addresses, so it's fine. You know, an email list is super valuable and, uh, but I, you know, I'm getting people to pay me to get their email address. So for me, there's, there's kind of that other level to it, but I, I, yeah. So, so if I can like take, you know, the people who like turtle calls and, and sell them other things that also fall into my same brand of humor, which I would say like my books do, then, you know, that's kind of a secondary, um, thing in my mind. So in terms of turtle call innovations, uh, (laughs) aside from, a tech service you're maybe retiring the cheetle are you gonna ex- you gonna expand to other animals or like you said there you're thinking about something else i don't know well yeah i'm thinking about replacing the cheetle with with something else i have an idea but i i don't know this I mean, is in the works in the turtle call labs or yes yes <laughs> we're going out to 50 markets to test it and then let's see um so have there I, been any like legal issues that you've run into like um in terms of like, I don't know, privacy stuff for phone calling and things like no, that. I just don't, wouldn't be aware of. No. And I, I should probably be more careful about that. But, um, <laughs> you know, when I, when I put someone's call online, that is, I do. And that's like, when I call some, like whoever I call like this, if you, let's say you buy a call for another Brian, well, I get your email address, but in that form they fill out, I also get the other Brian's email address. So like if I decide to make that call to another Brian for you, and I want to put Brian's call online. I will email them and say, like, look, I'm, I'm, you remember me? I talked to you like a turtle. Like you give them at least a notice. Yeah, I'm like, I want to put this online. Is that okay with you? And I've never had anybody say no. So, yeah. um, I, I doubt that would cover me in court, but you know, whatever. Yeah, but it seems, yeah, it seems like okay. I'm just curious, you know, yeah. um, is like, what's like your, you know, your biggest competition to turtle calling, and like, can you trademark or patent your turtle calls? Or, uh... <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> So if someone pops up with like tortoisecalls.com, you couldn't, you know, could you sue them? Or? I, I doubt it. I've, <laughs> what I've had, so on, on the old site, I don't think it's on this one. On the old site, I had a franchising page. And I said, if you want, <laughs> if you want to start your own Turtle Calls franchise, um, you know, just tell me what animal you'd like to use and we will um, discuss our package with you and, the, you know, all this stuff. So I used to get emails to that, like, quite often, actually. People were like, yeah, yeah, I want to do this. What do I do? What do I do? And uh, I was just like, <laughs> like, the page is a joke. Like, why can't you tell? <laughs> so, 
but uh, I would tell you one of the I, I, one of the most. I, I, so this guy got in touch with me, and he was like a stand-up comedian um, somewhere in LA or New York or something, and he wanted to do um, Owen Wilson calls. That was his big thing. And I was like, uh, I ended up on the phone with him for some reason, like, cause he was real serious about wanting a franchise and learning the system. And like, oh, so, I, so I thought, I'm like, well, you know, let me know what a, what an Owen Wilson call sounds like. So he, he'd just be like, yeah, this is Owen Wilson. Yeah. Hello. And I'm just <laughs> like, that's I think it. All those interactions need to be like in the book about turtle calls. <laughs> right. Right. So, <laughs> anyway. So yeah. So I got so mad though, because he was like, he, he was like a stand-up comic and he thought like whatever he thought that what i was doing was like stupid but that his own wilson calls were like awesome and he's like because he goes he goes you know it's it's not easy to do like a, a Owen wilson imitation what you're doing is just stupid anybody could do that it's like i was like dude i'll tell you what you call a total stranger convince him you're a turtle stay on the phone with him for 10 minutes sometimes and then edit that down to something that makes sense and you tell me how how easy that is it was just like, so. Oh man, that's just someone who's just not, yeah, doesn't get what Turtle Calls is about. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, um, I guess, uh, yeah, so, yeah, your biggest competition is potentially Owen Wilson Calls. Yeah. But, you know, I don't think that that's going to overtake you guys anytime no. soon. Um, could this ever be a, a family business? Like, do you have a... Uh, children that you want to pass this on to and like you know someday they're you guys sure. have a huge fallout like they want to be a doctor that you, you want to get them to be in the turtle calls game um yeah i mean they they the both the kids like to um like to pretend to be a turtle so and i said i've said to both i said you want to do what do you want to do one come on like do it you can do it <laughs> i gotta let you do it and they won't do it but let's see my daughter she 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 says she made up something called noise calls where she'll just call people and make random noises at them. Um, and I thought that was a pretty good idea. I mean, you already got your mom in the operation. I, I hope this someday you pass this on to your I, I would love children. to be able to. I, I would love to, uh, to pass the core business on. I would love to um, have uh, all that sweet YouTube money to pass them. And I'd love to have a, a Turtle Calls cartoon that, that will let generations um, live off the money forever. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so like I got one uh, second to last question, I guess around turtle calling. Um, uh, since aside from the sweet YouTube money, like since this is kind of a you know it's a passion project, like what's your favorite part of doing it? Um, I would say just uh, um, I really enjoy. I, I, I get a kick out of talking to people, and um, even though I hate the phone, I like doing the phone like this, and and I think I I started to touch on this before, but when you read some of these people will write things in their forms because uh, they're writing about their friends, you know? Yeah. And there's people who write like really long things and they really, cause some of them are like just goofy. Like I like to, it, uh, whatever. I want to mess around with my friend today and make my friend laugh. But other times they're like, Oh, you know, such and such is, you know, mom just died and she's really been having a hard time. And like, this would just make her smile. And like, you, you really get like, some cool especially when they get into the details like you get some cool insights into people's friendships and uh oh, yeah i know that sounds it sounds kind of cheesy but it's it's true it's I, I really always intended this as a feel-good thing and reading all that type of stuff 
does it, it it's really nice like people That's do super this, interesting yeah yeah it's interesting insights and as a writer who who likes creating characters i like i like reading these insights it's just interesting but it's it's also it's just these cool insights into people's friendships and uh and then you get to experience it a little bit too when you talk to them so it's um yeah it's really it's cool <laughs> nice. and I, yeah it is and i and i get you know i get the feedback i get is like you know thank you so much you made me smile and it's like well good i you know what <laughs> i don't care if i i do I, it's great. I made two bucks doing that, but like, also that's just cool to have somebody tell you that. So as, as you know, someone who, who, you know, writes and who, who, you know, wanted to work in Hollywood at one point and like wanted to entertain, like, great, I get to touch people in a way that, that, that makes them smile. And that's, you know, it scratches that itch for me in, in some way. So, um, yeah, that's really, that's really cool. Um, yeah. So yeah, before we move on to the Brian questions, uh, just the last thing is, uh, yeah, you mentioned aside from turtlecalls.com, like where can people find like, uh, you know, you, you've done some writing, you said you have some books, like where can people find other stuff from you? Yeah. Um, so my website is, um, brianspaith.com, which there's like nothing on there right now. It used to be, I used to have a blog on there and I used to have like links to all my books and stuff, but it's, um, it's just right now it just links to my Twitter. <laughs> So, so they can find me on Twitter too, I guess. But, um, yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do with my website in the future. I'll probably just reformat it. So it has links to my books, but if they Google potentially brianspafe.com may have something whenever it's listening to this, (laughs) if they're interested in my books, they could just Google my name on Amazon. They're on there. Okay. Um, I would say I, so my, my first book I wrote is called prelude to a super airplane. And that's, that's probably my, my also the best thing I wrote. So, um, and there's a sequel to that also. So I don't know if they're interested in it. It's, it's very much the same. If you're into turtle calls, just kind of like, you know, goofy, irreverent, um, silliness. Um, so it's like, what's the plot summary of the prelude? Okay. So it takes place in the near future. Although at the time it was written, it was 2012. So, it defines itself as 2012, which was a big mistake, but (laughs) so just in the near future, um, the, the biggest political issue of the day, the flying car has been invented. So the country is really split between people who, um, want flying cars to own the skies and people who want airplanes to own the skies. And so it is, it's cracking the country in half this, this great debate and a, um, an author, who happens to have my name and be a lot like me comes up with the idea for something called a super airplane, which is a 47 story airplane. The size, it it looks exactly like a normal airplane. It just happens to to be the size of the city of Chicago. So, um, and he is convinced that this idea, which he's going to write a book about is going to save the, the airplane riding industry as he calls it. And he inadvertently shares this with the, uh, CEO of one of the major airplane ride companies. And this guy steals the idea and sets out to actually build this thing called the super airplane, uh, in order to save airplane riding forever. And so it, it kind of plays out in a, uh, with, uh, there's something like 40 characters in it and it just touches on all these people as they, they their stories all kind of converge around this, this giant airplane that's being built. And so it's, it's, it's much like turtle calls and it's, it's this ridiculous idea that takes itself so seriously that like, it's, you're not sure like, wait, are you trying to be funny or are you trying to be serious? So <laughs> it's, it's very much, uh, in the, the, the same, uh, vein of turtle calls, but, um, that's the plot basically it's about it's about a giant airplane (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah that's i mean it sounds yeah i can see definitely the same vein of uh, turtle calls 
but yeah, I'll have to check it out. Can you get uh, like on the Amazon? You said like you can get like a preview, a couple chapters of it or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah they have a whole Amazon look inside. I think it's only. I think what is it? I think it's only three ninety nine uh, for the ebook version. So it's a oh, sweet, yeah, yeah. Definitely check it out. It's a low risk uh, endeavor there. <laughs> it's not even that much more than the turtle call, you know. Yeah, exactly. I used to, <laughs> so I used to try and cross that over a lot more. Um, like for a while, I was offering if you bought a turtle call, you got a or no, if you bought the book, you got a free turtle call. So oh yeah, I probably bring that back at some point, but. Um, yeah all right let's let's uh let's get into the the brian questions okay let's do it let's do it all right first one of course do you do you know why your parents you know named you brian um no i don't (laughs) (laughs) i guess they just liked it they they were gonna name me kevin um which feels like the same type of name um but I, I I honestly don't know why. Wait, no. so you don't know why they named you Brian, but you know that they almost named you Kevin. Yeah, yeah. So I it, it was not inspired by like another Brian or anything like that. But it makes sense as far as like you know Brian, Patrick, Kevin. Those yeah. are all like the trendy Irish names. And like, yeah, at yeah. that certain time. Yeah. Um. Are so are you Irish at all, or what's your ancestry? Um, I do have some Irish, but mainly I'm I'm Welsh and German and then a whole bunch of other stuff of which Irish is one. So I think I'm like, it's like 30% Welsh though. I don't, I don't really know that much. I'm pretty much a mutt. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of the same way, but, uh, so you don't know then probably why they spelled off an I versus a Y if you don't know why. I have no idea. I, these were probably conversations I had with them at some point, but I, I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> and what about, uh, siblings? Like, uh, where does Brian like kind of fit in? Uh, so I'm, I'm in the middle. I have an older brother named Tim and a younger sister named Kristen. Kristen? Yeah. So Tim, Brian, Kristen. Okay. Yeah. And then, uh, okay. So you have Slim and what was the other turtle's name? Finn. Finn, Slim and Finn, and do you have what else have you named? Like you have children, right? Um, yeah, but they're not my children, so they're I didn't name them. So you didn't name them, okay? <laughs> no. So you've named Slim and Chin, uh, <laughs> Slim and Finn. But I, Slim I have, Finn. we have a dog that I named, and I named the dog is named Joey. And Joey, oh yeah, yeah that's a good dog name. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe anything in the future. Would you name anything in the future, Brian? Um. No, I don't. I don't think so. Unless it just kind of happened, but no, no, I don't think I would ever do a Brian Junior. Not because I don't think it's a great name, but I just don't think I would. I, I, I don't. I like to think I'm the only uh, Brian Spath. And uh, even though I did, I did search out. There's 11 of us in the world. I, I've I've actually communicated with seven. Really? Yeah. I searched out. That's awesome. <laughs> I, I did. I did my own version of what you're doing, but just with Brian Spath. So. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I've run into like quite a few people that do like the yeah, like the first and last name. Yeah, finding yeah, yeah. it and like yeah, it's it's always funny. <laughs> yeah, one of so one of the other Brian Spath like works on like bionic limbs and stuff. I thought that was awesome. So. Um, bionic limbs. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Like he does like oh, very advanced like uh, prosthetics and stuff. So that that was pretty cool to talk to him. Do they have your your website, brianspaith.com? No, I have your, your URL. I have it. I have you it. You have it. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're the – so you're the top of the 11 then. <laughs> yes, yes, I am. I definitely <laughs> – when you Google, like I'm like the whole first page. So I was really happy about that. And I can only think that I, I would be so mad if I were one of the other ones and like I cared at all. Like who is this <laughs> – like because it would be one thing if I were like – I don't know the rock or something, you know, and I'm like super famous, but like, I'm not, I'm just this guy. So, <laughs> but I still have the whole first page. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, okay, it's a two-part question. Dead or alive? Uh, if you could choose one other Brian to meet, who would it be? And then who is also your favorite Brian of all time? Okay, so my my favorite Brian, other than myself, is is Brian O'Connor. Do, do you know who this is? Uh, no, not off the top of my head. Okay, that's me. that. Well, uh, that's Paul Walker's character from The Fast and the Furious. Oh. And, and I, I can't. Are you into those movies? You ever seen them? Yeah, I've seen them. I didn't realize that. Yeah, that was the name actually. Yeah, Brian O'Connor. So, and I, I, I it's just so funny. His name was Brian because it's such like a. Um, non like i don't know action star like type yeah exactly <laughs> it's it's such a yeah this is a question i was going to ask you later but no finish what you're saying i'll ask you this question next yeah it's uh i mean it's just like this kind of all-american like kind of normal guy name mm-hmm. so we got our dog from this breeder and and the father dog was also named brian o'connor which told me that i <laughs> i needed this dog it was right so um, oh wow wait named after the fast and furious guy no 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 they just happen to have the same name oh that is amazing yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um oh yeah so like you have a yeah you have a good sense of humor um like do you yeah you think there's something inherently kind of funny about the name brian just as far as you know being a brian and how it's portrayed in the media etc like because like it isn't a very heroic name, like an action hero. No, thing, no, it's you know? very like, um, I, it's a very, but it's also not like a boring name. Yeah, it's, it's not like, a bad name. I, I, I love being a Brian, but yeah. it's not like, yeah, it's not like you'd expect like to be, Vin Diesel wouldn't probably be named Brian. No, no, no. <laughs> but neither would like, uh, I don't know, Jim Smith, whoever Jim Smith might be. <laughs> it's like it hovers in this middle ground i really yeah, there's like something kind of inherently funny about the name because you can be a brian whereas yeah. you can't be a you know a a a russell so much <laughs> i guess what it is is it's very common but it's also not as common it's like i think it was of a very certain like generation um, yeah yeah we're naming their kids brian so but i was at a party one night this is i don't know probably 15 years ago but um so I, I was talking to these two guys and one of them was named brian and, I, and we, we both had a few drinks and I, I he decided he had a, a sense of humor right you just knew you know and i was uh, and he's like oh i'm brian and i was like oh i'm brian too do you know the handshake and he's like yeah and so we, we like did this like secret handshake we made up on the spot and his friend is just like what the hell is going on and we're like yeah. <laughs> If you're named Brian, your parents enter you into this like secret society and you like learn all this stuff about being a Brian. And uh, that's why your podcast like maybe in your whole like thing here made me laugh so much because like it's <laughs> totally I like to think that we all actually do have this like sixth sense of like that we are in some special club. <laughs> well, yeah, we. I mean, we're going to have to expand into various uh, forms of facilitating this club. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll create some, yeah, like some instructionals for the, the handshake. Yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> a, little, a little small tattoo you have to get, like, on, you know, your palm or something. <laughs> so, so Brian O'Connor, that was your the one you would want to meet, or that was your favorite of all time? That's my that's my favorite. Okay. <laughs> I don't know the one I would want to meet. I, I've never really thought about that. Um, I, do, who's yours? Uh, I mean, Brian Wilson, yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess that would be cool. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, okay, so... Let's do a trivia question. Um, in this episode, you know, since it's about, you know, kind of turtles and stuff and like, uh, 
This is an animal Brian trivia question. Okay. It's a fill in the blank. Um, so musician Brian Burton is also widely known as Danger Blank. And uh, um, a hint is the the animal is a rodent. Yeah, Danger Mouse, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I actually didn't re- like I forgot that Danger Mouse was a Brian until like just recently. I never knew that until you just said it. Is is Marilyn Manson also not a Brian? Uh, that I feel like I've heard, but I don't know for sure. Hang on, I don't I'm, know. Gonna, I'm gonna look it up. I'm almost positive, and he's actually from uh, Northeast Ohio, which I am from. Oh wow, yeah. yeah, I've heard he's like super just normal, low key—not normal, but you know, very yeah, low key yeah. demeanor in person. Yeah, uh, he's a Brian. He's Brian Hugh, <laughs> Brian Warner. Oh wow! From North, from Canton, Ohio. Oh wow! <laughs> well, okay, that's definitely going to be used for something else then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Use that. Use that somewhere. <laughs> I'll definitely use that somewhere. But yeah, Brian Burton. Yeah, he's like half of Gnarls Barkley with CeeLo Green. Oh right, he's, right. He formed uh, this band, Broken Bills, with James Mercer of the Shins. Um, okay, so yeah, you got you got it right. Uh, harder question then now is uh, if you had to choose a first name other than Brian. What would it be? Oh, geez. I don't know. Um, you know, I really identify as, as a Brian. I don't, I don't feel maybe, maybe I, I would be Vin. I would like to be Vin. Vin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, he chose Vin. That wasn't his name. He did. I forget what his name was, but it definitely wasn't Vin Diesel. <laughs> no, no, that was that's definitely a stage name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He wanted to corner corner the market on like automotive themed material, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So overall, uh, would you say that being a Brian has been a plus or a minus in your life? Oh, definitely plus. <laughs> Wouldn't you? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Even though it's you know a, an average name, you can still fly under the radar. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. So I think of names. It's like. It's a plus if there's nothing wrong with the name. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I, I always wonder what some of these parents are doing to their kids. Like, yeah, uh, why, sure. are you, why are you setting them back <laughs> 10 steps right at the start? Yeah. Uh, so do you think there's any shared common characteristics or personality traits that just stem from being a Brian? No, but, you know, one must wonder if, if the exact things that you just described somehow set a tone for the whole thing. Um, oh yeah, I mean how how your name is perpetrated like in the media or whatever is definitely going to be yeah. I mean, manifest itself in your personality in some ways. It, it is. I've often wondered that, especially with like pro athletes, like how their names always seem to fit. Like like Shaquille O'Neal was actually named Shaquille O'Neal. Like, but but like, how do you you know? There's no Shaquille O'Neal that became. Maybe there is. But like Shaquille O'Neal became like Shaq. He didn't become like an accountant somewhere. Not that there's anything wrong with accountants, but he had or like same. I'm a big basketball fan, so like LeBron James. Like yes, yeah. like you know what I mean. Like of course he's going to be a pro athlete. What else, what else could he be? Um, but you look at like especially with like quarterbacks, where it's like they're like yeah, that's, of course that's a quarterback name. <laughs> like so I don't know. I don't know how much naming determines or if it's the other way they project an image and suddenly now their image fits that name it works backwards I all right so think about then all the brines then that you just you know personally in your yes. life yes do you think any of them have like a shared common characteristic or personality uh, trait you know I, I would think back there were there were quite a few brines in my high school class and i i don't none of us were really good friends um 
although we did all kind of like, I don't, I don't want to say that we had like a special connection, but we all, you know, kind of like winked at each other as we walked down the hall. <laughs> aside so, from the handshake. Yes. 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 Aside from the handshake. Um, geez, I don't know. I, I would have to, what do you find? You've talked to way more Brian's than me, I'm sure. I mean, this is kind of, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of gathering the information as I go. But the funny thing is, is that like, it's all over the place. when people answer this question is like, some people are like, Oh, Brian's are, you know, all have like kind of an introversion or no, all Brian's are jolly and extroverted or, Oh no, all Brian's are very thoughtful or no, all Brian's just like to roll off the punches. It's like, it's all over the place. Right. I just think I need a, I need to get eventually to a large enough sample size where I can, uh, you know, make a definitive, like uh, a characteristic or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Could be the ultimate study. You should get it funded by the government. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> Um, have there been any memorable instances of your name being spelled brain? Oh, uh, constantly, like all the time. And they never notice. And uh, the best one I ever had was uh, I got a credit card once that had had the name Ribian on it, which was the... Wait, I'd, what? Ribian? R-B-I-A-N. Wait, hang oh. on. Hang on one second. She wrote me something here. Tell him how... Do I? Do I hate them? She said... She thinks I hate, my wife thinks I hate Brian's with a Y, which is just not true. <laughs> I don't. You know, this is, that's a, it's a hot button issue within the Brian community. I, it's I will a, say. I've just been told it's a hot button issue in the Brian community. She says it should be. So you really, it, it is. Be. It's very, it's, uh, yeah, it's very controversial. Yeah. You, when are you doing your, your significant other podcast? She would love to be on it. Oh, I mean, I don't, I don't know when exactly, but. You know, I don't have any deadlines for these things, so. Oh, she, would, she would probably give you the entire history of the name Brian. She, I guarantee she knows far more about it than me. <laughs> well, then, yes, I, I will definitely keep her as uh, one of the one of the significant others of Brian's. I feel like All that right. needs to be abbreviated somehow. Like, what is it in, like, soccer? It's, like, wives or girlfriends or right, footballers, yeah. like, wags yeah, or something. Yeah, 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 that's right. Something like that. <laughs> Um, all right. So the last question is, yeah, what would you say a possible name for this episode be? I mean, I, th I feel like it's got to be like Brian Turtle Caller, even though it might be ambiguous as far as like, wait, do you like go out in the wild, like hunting and like have turtle calling like noises? <laughs> uh, why don't you call it? Um, I think that would be good, though. Why don't you call it? You should call your whole podcast this. You could call it Brian Calls. Brian Calls. <laughs> yes. That's what I would name this episode is Brian Calls. Brian Calls. But I got to keep the, the naming convention of Brian the blank. Oh, oh, oh. Then so I feel like, it might, uh, do you have any objections to being Brian the Turtle Caller? No, not at all. Okay, well, I think that, I think that should be it then. All right, cool. I'm in. All right, man. Well, <laughs> thanks for doing this. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you. Let me know when it's up.